What's up? This is Eddie Colson. Okay, so a question was recently asked to me, and I'm sure it's been asked millions of times to millions of people worldwide for as far as, as long as humans have been alive, I'm sure. Um, and the question is, who is God? Right? Okay, so I believe that um, God is real. And I'm going to explain only what I understand, okay? So I, I'm a true believer that we, as humans, our brains can only comprehend a certain amount of understanding and knowledge uh, before our faith should kick in, before our faith needs to kick in. And I believe that each and every individual person, their understanding, their knowledge, their experience, and their comprehension, and their point of view, and their perspective, are all different okay as an individual individually different it doesn't make you wrong it doesn't make you right it makes you an individual okay we live in a diverse universe very very diverse universe um so as far as my mind can understand the knowledge that i comprehend and the experience that has taught me is something like this okay i am the firstborn in my family. I am the oldest of my brothers and sisters. My wife is the firstborn of her family. She is the oldest of her brothers and sisters. And that's easy for me to understand is that there is a firstborn, okay? Mathematically speaking, there is a number one. Two, three, four, five, so on and so forth. In creation, however that came about, I believe that God is the firstborn. God is the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, right? I am finite-minded, which means I am limited-minded. I believe that God is infinite-minded. He is limitless. And how God came about, I cannot say with certainty. And I don't believe that anybody can. I believe that um, some of us are more have more knowledge than others you know some of them some of us are more educated right highly educated on the on this matter I am not okay I'm not educated on this matter I am solely guessing I am solely going back towards uh, my knowledge and my understanding and where my mind takes me okay so my mind would ask the question I know how I was created I was conceived I know how my children were conceived um, how was God created who created God okay does that mean that evolution at some point in time is true right I don't know um, was there some sort of black dark space with energy and vibration and some cosmetic connection and after trillions of years took place and God's conscious thought came about you know, I, with certainty, I just can't say. Um, what I can understand and what I can say is I believe that God is the firstborn. However that came about, I don't know. That's where my faith takes hold. Okay? I believe that I am finite-minded because of the ex my personal experiences. My experiences have taught me what to believe what not to believe. Um, the experiences of other people have 
have uh, influenced my beliefs, right? Uh, the things I read in the Bible, the things I read in self-help books, my own personal experiences, all have created my belief system, okay? Um, the more open-minded or closed-minded that I am, I could either think within uh, this realm of possibility or what is considered the realm of impossibility, okay? The Bible would teach, and our, my personal belief is that God is all-powerful, omnipotent, omniscient, right? Um, I believe that God, when God came about, however that may be, I don't know, but when God came about, he was being the firstborn, right? Um, there was nothing or nobody there for controversy. There was nobody there to limit God's thinking. There was nobody there to say that God couldn't. There was no one there to question God or to doubt God, right? Controversy hadn't yet been, hadn't yet taken place. It hadn't yet been invented. So what God said was, what God said was truth was truth. There was no one or nothing there to limit God's potential or God's power. Thus, it was. Okay? Throughout millions of years, um, we as a society today are created, we create God into our own image as far as our limitations will take us, as far as our imagination possibly, or as, um, as far as our understanding, right? Will allow us to go, that's usually as, as far as our belief. Um, to some, to God is love, right? The Bible says that God is love, all good things are God, um, God is the creator, right? This is what I know for certainty. To some, God is love. To those who need love, God is love. To those who feel powerless, God is power. For those who feel hopeless, God is hope. For those who need refuge, God is refuge. Okay? For those who need a divine father, God is that father. For those who need direction and focus, God is that direction and focus. And, and having a, a positive, good direction in life, in my opinion, is extremely crucial. Okay? So, if I just jump in my car... And my wife and I have done this many a times. We have no idea where we're going. We just get bored and get tired of sitting around the house. We jump in the car. And we ultimately, we just take off. And we waste gas. We waste time. And ultimately, we have no idea where we're going. And a lot of times, we just drive in circles. Okay? That is kind of like, uh, you know, some people are hunters. So, and some people are not. But you'll get the gist of this analogy. Say we, you see a target out there. Okay? A deer. And you point your gun at that deer. And instead of putting that deer in your scope and your crosshairs you randomly turn a couple circles you randomly just wave your gun around and instantaneous at any random moment you just pull the trigger okay the chances of you shooting or hitting your target are slim to none right there's more likely you're going to miss that target than hit that target now let's say you're aiming at that target you get it in the crosshairs you take your time and then you slowly and easily pull the trigger chances are you have a better chance of hitting your target or at least getting close to your target right God is that focal point God is within the crosshairs and he is 
something good to stay focused on. He gives you a clear-cut, positive direction to go, okay? Um, what I do know about God is I can look around and I can see a blade of grass or the flowers, the lilies. I can see the trees and the cactus and a bird. And I can see the human anatomy and what little I understand about the human anatomy. And I can see that God is intelligence. Okay, I can see clearly that we have an intelligent creator. What an intelligent creator, right? Evolution may be true to some extent. I personally don't believe that we all evoluted from a blob, okay? Men and women both just coincidentally evoluted to the point of perfect harmony and creation. Men and women. And then something fell, and then all other living organisms. Okay? That, that's, check this out. Let's say I'm walking through the sand. I'm walking, and I look down, and I find a watch. And within this watch is an energy source. Okay? A battery, right? Some sort of energy source. And also within this watch are very crucial gears. A, a large gear, and then of course there's a smaller gear and a smaller gear. And each one of these gears simultaneously must click together and they must fit perfectly together and work in sync for that watch to function properly. Now if one or the other of those or them mechanisms are removed or replaced or malfunction or whatever, stop working the way they were designed to, the whole entire watch stops functioning properly. Okay. Now, let's say I'm walking through the sand. I see this watch. Nowhere in my mind do I think, wow, I wonder how long it took this environment surrounding this watch to create it. I, I don't believe that the atmosphere and it, their surroundings of the sand and the air and everything else came together coincidentally and created a functioning watch. My mind would tell me that somebody with intelligence that understood time, that understood how to create this watch, at some point in time somebody created this watch, and then somewhere before me, somebody came before me, crossed this exact path where I was on, and lo and behold, the watch got there until later I discovered it. Uh, another analogy we can use is you know you're walking on a beach and you as this you know the waves crash on the sand crash on the beach and as it the water goes up and as it goes down and resides back into the ocean you see written in the sand three plain words I love you now when I see those words all these letters of the alphabet have to come together specifically I right love, L-O-V-E, space, U, Y-O-U, all these have to come together in a perfect order, in English, so that way I can understand them, to spell out a very important message, I love you, okay, nowhere in my mind do I think, oh wow, I wonder how many times or how long it took the ocean's waves to crash onto this stand with a stick until it coincidentally, by chance, wrote out the phrase, I love you. That never crosses my mind. Once again, I think that an intelligent being was there before me, 
with understanding and knowledge and comprehension, wrote those three words, I love you in the sand. Okay? The human body is far more complex than a watch or three words written in the sand, right? Um, matter of fact, one cell, and we have trillions of them. And I can go on and on about the complexity of the body because I'm an intellectual man and I've done lots of studying on it. And it's so fascinating to me how our human body works. It's amazing. And a matter of fact, I'm reading this book and it's, it's called Darwinism Under the Microscope. And this book, um, this is not the first time I've read it. I actually read it a couple years ago because I just find it fascinating. It, it, it really helps build my faith in creatism. You know, they, they have now, science, is, science has now proven uh, creatism pretty much. They have blown Darwinism completely out of the water and now you have to have more faith to believe in Darwinism than you do creatism. And you know, if that's not saying something, nothing will. You know, if that's just it's an amazing fact. But anyway, so I believe that we as humans create God into our own image. Okay? God created us in his own image, his imagination. Image imagination, right? He created us in his ima imagination. Now what is our purpose here on earth? Another huge question that we, we tend to ask. Um, our purpose is very simple. It is to serve God, which is to love others and love yourself. Love God and love others. That's it. Everything else will simply fall into place in due time. Okay? Um, God's way is simply better than our way. God's, God did not create us to suffer, right? He created us to learn. I believe not in problems, but situations. And I believe that all situations are is an opportunity to learn, an opportunity to grow, and an opportunity to teach. Okay? Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna continue to give my personal opinions on who God is, how God was created, and our purpose in life, but also who Jesus is, okay? There's more There's more evidence that Jesus lived, died, and was resurrected than Caesar Pilate ever even existed, and his face was literally on a coin, okay? There are very strong historical facts that prove to truth within the Bible, okay? Um... A lot of people would say that the Bible's not true. It was written in a different time. All, all, the, all this is true, okay? Um, but there is a lot of truth written within within the Word. And so, back to the question: Is God real? Yes. For me to understand God being real, I have to understand how how simple things work. And I believe that God was the firstborn. I believe that God is all-powerful because in the beginning, nobody was there to limit God's power, okay? I believe that God's uh, intention for us upon creation was love, and uh, the Bible would say that he was bored, okay, and he got lonely, and just like our children, we love them, okay? Now, now remove God and put yourself as if you're talking to the, your children that you love so much, and it's like God being in the Garden of Eden, and he's saying to Adam and Eve, Look, in this garden, you can have anything you want. So now say, say it in our terms. Look to your kids. Look, me and your mom are fixing to leave. We're going out on a date. You can have anything you want in this house. 
You can partake in anything you want, but whatever you do, stay out of that liquor cabinet. Okay? God said, don't eat from that tree of, of knowledge of good and evil, because then you will become like me and you will know the difference between right and wrong. You are telling your kids, whatever you do, stay out of that liquor cabinet. You can do whatever else you want, but stay out of that liquor cabinet because once you get drunk, you are going to become like us and you are going to know the difference between right and wrong, between sober and drunk. You're going to know the difference between good and bad, right? And then it's going to be, life is going to could possibly be more troublesome for you once you get well, you know, we all know what happens when we get drunk. It inhibits our, our train of thought and our decision-making, right? That's why it'll take somebody innocent, have them taking their clothes off, dancing on the table, sleeping with people they wouldn't normally sleep with, say things they wouldn't normally say, do things they wouldn't normally do because alcohol's character is side effects or affects the frontal cortex of the brain, the gray matter, three-quarters of the brain, the decision-making, right? So... Just like we're telling our kids, don't do this. Not because we don't want you to enjoy the best things that life has to offer, but because we want you to enjoy the best things that life has to offer. We don't want you to, to risk your life for somebody else's by drinking and driving, by uh, breaking the law and, and getting put on probation and having to pay restitution and just everything that comes with the possibility, the possibility of everything that comes with drinking and drugging and promiscuous sex. And so... God's telling Adam and Eve, don't do this because if you do, you're going to become like me and you're going to know the difference between right and wrong, good and evil. And um, that's, that, that, that's all it is. Okay? God wants the best for us. Ultimately, God gave us a free will to do whatever we want. The Bible would teach that all things are permissible, not all things are profitable. Okay? Now, that, that would tell me, Eddie, you can literally go do whatever you want to. But is it going to do you or your family justice? Is it going to be profitable to other people? To yourself? If not, chances are you probably shouldn't do that. Does that mean that God's going to love you any less? No. Right? You still fall under God's grace. There is no condemnation for those who are in Christ, right? Um, just believing in God in a power greater than yourself, for me personally, gives me power. It gives me hope in my hopelessness. It gives me power in my powerlessness. It gives me direction, right? And, and, and that's, that sense of love and that sense of direction helps life become just a little bit better. And it helps plant a positive seed. Like, you can look around this world today. And you can look at all the wildflowers, the blue bonnets, the blue ones, the yellow ones, the purple ones. You can see all types of different trees. And this ground, this fertile ground, really didn't care what fell there. It did what it was supposed to do. It took the seed and it fermented and it went through the process and eventually it grew. Right? Now, imagine that seed. Imagine the ground being your brain. And these seeds, whether they be positive or negative fall into your brain and the brain doesn't really care what seed falls on it. It, it eventually grows. Okay? So, I just believe that uh, we have to 
remove the negative thoughts if they are possible and stay positive stay positive as possible no matter what instead of looking at things as a problem look at look at things as a situation know that God is goodness know that God is love if you need love power in your powerlessness stay focused on the things that help you become the best you that you can possibly be and for me that's what that's what God is he is the creator and he's all good things that I need to become the best me that I could possibly be thanks